what's going on what's going on good morning welcome to devory darkens live another great week another great day always grateful to be here with you guys and we always start off with this make sure that if you're following me on youtube you want to subscribe to the channel hit the like button of course if you're on tiktok and you're following me live right now make sure you follow my channel on tiktok and that you share this with people that you care about now because i know people are going to ask this every show that i do yes this is recorded yes you can go back and watch this again and you can also listen to it on spotify google or apple podcasts so this is why you want to make sure that throughout the show if you want to support the show um, what you should be doing is definitely subscribing and liking and sharing that's how we know you are getting value from this now moving on affirmation of the day you know i've been i love this part because it really sets the tone for the rest of the show and one of the things about affirmations that makes it so powerful or that makes them so powerful is that we're saying affirmations to ourselves all day long anyway so when you're standing there saying, I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm tired of this, I hate this, that is an affirmation. The difference here is that you're using affirmations against yourself. I want to help you use affirmations that serve you and empower you into action and also help you attract better things in your life. And the technique, ladies and gentlemen, because this is always a teaching moment, is you want to use affirmations in the form of a gratitude statement. You want to write it down in a gratitude list. You want to repeat it to yourself. As simple as this may sound, ask yourself, how consistent are you in actually doing that? Is it a habit for you to use gratitude? Is it a habit that when something happens in your life, you look towards what is good? You look for the great things. You look for the lesson. You, you look for the opportunity. That's a habit. That's that's a person who's decided to think that way. So, yeah, affirmations may sound simple. Yeah, you probably heard of it a thousand times, but I'm going to call you out. Are you actually using them to your benefit? Are you actually using them to help you start off your day in the right way and ultimately get what you want? That That's the real question here. So what is that affirmation? of The, the affirmation of the day is I'm so I'm so happy and grateful now that I am developing better habits for myself. I'm developing better habits for myself. Okay. Because what we're going to be talking about today is in a sense about habits, but really how do we create habits in the first place? So I wanted to cue this show up with a nice affirmation that I am so grateful now that I am developing better habits for myself. And guys, the crazy part about all this is I coach people every day. It is the same starting point in anything that you're dealing with. Everything starts with a thought. When you repeat an affirmation to yourself, that is a thought. That is an idea. The whole objective here in life and why mindset is so key is because our thoughts do become a physical equivalent in our world. That's how we have everything that we have. And as crazy as that might sound in one respect, it's absolutely the truth in another because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now with you guys here live 
if somebody wasn't thinking of this software and the hardware and the technology that allows us to do this, that allows people to watch this from all over the world. I got people in so many different countries, probably more countries than I can count are watching right now. Well, somebody thought about that. Somebody thought about that. So don't take that statement lightly. Don't take affirmations as another, oh, yeah, I tried that. That didn't work. If that's your attitude towards affirmations, that's why it doesn't work. You want to be very intentional with your affirmations. You want to mean what you say, and then you want to act on them. So I'm so grateful now that I am developing better habits, better habits. Okay. That is the affirmation of the day. So what is the main topic of today? Well, what we're talking about is how do you influence your subconscious mind? Why is that a question? Well, simple. Some of you guys are failing to change habits, meaning you're, you're, you're not develop, developing the habits you thought you wanted to. You set out to change your habits this year. You haven't been successful. There are some things that you believe in that you don't want to believe in anymore and you haven't found any success. At the end of the day, when we look at your results, what what's happening in your career, what's happening in your business, what's happening in your relationships and overall with your own happiness, it's not where you want it to be. And you've attempted to do something yourself. You've attempted maybe to buy Think and Grow Rich or buy books or listen to videos or whatever the case might have been and you still haven't found any success, well, one piece to why that is, is what we're going to be talking about. How do you influence your subconscious mind? Because most people actually don't know this. They think consciously, I'll force myself to do what I need to do. That is not sustainable. That does not work long term. Sooner or later, you need to pass these ideas that's in your conscious mind over to your subconscious mind. Now, because people don't understand that what they're doing is passing doubt and worry over to their subconscious mind which again repeats the same behavior that got them there in the first place so what we want to understand is what how do we actually influence the subconscious mind meaning how do we take an image an idea that we have in our conscious mind plant it in our subconscious mind so it changes our behavior changes what we attract it'll ultimately uh, our results in our life. Now, here's the disclaimer, guys, because I love keeping it very transparent and real. Is this going to be something you accomplish overnight? No. This is going to probably take time for most people. It probably will. Now, not every idea takes a long time. Some ideas, I mean, could technically happen overnight. Um, and I find that to happen with beliefs. I think the easiest um, change to happen in someone's subconscious mind is their belief system. I found that to be one of the most easiest things to tackle because your belief system is there for faulty reasons. And once you start to question um, those reasons and the belief, usually they go away. Now, when it comes to a physical habit, I find that takes a little bit more effort than just the belief. So the bottom line here, guys is don't go into this with the scarcity mindset that, oh, if I don't change this, then all my life is going to fall apart. No, go in this with intention. Go go into this with the attitude that, hey, I'm going to make this happen 
regardless. I'm going to take whatever DeVore is talking about today and I'm going to implement it into my life and what I'm doing. Okay, I'm not just going to sit here and listen and take notes. I'm actually going to apply the notes that I've been writing out. Okay, so you want to set that attention. You guys want to understand that from, from the jump. Now, why is this topic, again, influencing your subconscious mind being brought to your attention today? Because the root cause to everything that's taking place in your life is happening in your subconscious mind. So it would make sense for you to not only understand your subconscious mind, which is what we talked about last week, but how do you influence your subconscious mind? How do you start making changes in your subconscious mind? What is the exact process to doing that? When you start to understand that process, then you can become more effective and intentional with what you're doing. People are not that intentional. They're not effective because they don't know what they're doing. They have not been studying this for quite some time. They haven't really been applying it. They've been trying to do it themselves. They're listening to th a thousand different opinions on the matter. And so they become very overwhelmed and they don't get the result. And then they say, hey, you know what? This doesn't work. So what I'm going to share with you guys today is not from me, but it's from Napoleon Hill, Think and Go Rich. So yes, we're going to go to the book. We're going to read some of that book. We're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to lay out the steps. So you guys know that one, I'm not here just spitting my opinion towards you. Number two, what I'm reading out of this book is exactly what I'm doing right now with my clients. And number three, you can do it too. So don't for a second start saying, oh, I don't have time. I can't do that. If that's you, just go ahead and scroll away. Don't even listen because you've already, you're already finished. Remember, open-mindedness is essential for belief. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. You've got to believe this is possible for you. And I always get, oh, well, Devori, I do believe. Really? But what does your action say? So you can believe on a conscious level, but do you believe on a subconscious level? Do you believe in your heart that what you want is possible for you, that you can have it? If you don't really believe, you got to work on that. How do you work on strengthening that belief? It's what we're talking about today. So I got you. I got you. So where do we start? Well, before I get into the reading, again, I'm reading out of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay, so you guys can obviously get this off of Amazon. And that direct link to that book would be in my YouTube description. Um, if you guys want to check that out. And where I really want to start before we really kick off this reading part um, is something really simple. Time and time again, I'll have people who say, Devori, I've tried that. I've tried affirmations. They didn't work. I read that book. I didn't see that last time I read that book. Um, I've been doing this on my own and I still have yet to get results. Why, Devori? Why, do, why does that happen? Why am I not getting the things that I want in my life? Well, as I stated already, it's what's happening in your subconscious mind. So you guys want to make sure you take notes on this, all right? You guys want to make sure that you do that. And again, if you're just joining us right now, what are you watching? 
Why should you keep watching? It's very simple. It's very simple. There are things that you want to get in your life. You have a goal. You have a dream. You definitely have a purpose. There's something you're absolutely meant to do. And the one thing standing in your way to getting what you want in life is your subconscious mind. That's exactly what's in your way. If I was just going to keep it simple. Not everything about your subconscious mind is negative, by the way. There's a lot of great things about it. But there are some things out of your control that was planted there that is definitely getting in your way. So, yeah, that's why you're going to want to listen. So you can start understanding the process of making that change. And guys, you can do it. You're listening to someone who my parents were drug addicts. I was molested as a kid. I was bullied throughout school. I lived on my own at the end of high school. I went off to the military, never had a father, never had a, a man in my life. I had to basically start my life over at the age of 30. That's really what I did. I got out of the military and I basically started my life over. Became an entirely different person. I had to learn how to assume a different identity. I had to become a different person. Because the last person I was, uh, that wasn't going to cut it. That was not going to help me live the life that I really want to live. That was a person in pain, filled with guilt and shame, that didn't think nothing of himself, definitely was not getting great results. And I had to make a change in my subconscious mind. And I did that. So again, I'm not sharing with you my opinion. I'm going to be reading from the book. But understand something. I'm not a guy that's just talking about this stuff. I live this stuff. This is what I do every single day. My entire life has been, it's a, a complete 180 because of what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today. And I can really, the person I would thank mostly for that would be Bob Proctor. Because he was the gentleman that was my mentor. He's the one that I studied the most under. And Napoleon Hill would be the other person here that I love reading his books. But I digress. The point here, guys, is that I know what it's like to be on the other side and feel like, you know what? Nothing's ever going to change. I believe this is probably the way life is. Maybe I'm just meant to be this way. You know, maybe that's just the way things are, you know, and just going on and on and on about this story of, of mediocre and pain and not having what we want. That's what I was telling myself my entire 20s. I didn't know any better. But today, you're looking at an entirely different person. Entirely different person. I'm able to do what I'm doing today because of what we're talking about. All right. So, enough about me. What about you? Well, let's first read this first part and really talk about one of the things I start to learn that contribute to me changing so much. Auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli which will reach one's mind through the five senses. See, hear, smell, taste, and touch. When you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch, that is stimuli reaching your conscious mind. Basically, it's just information coming into your mind. It's energy coming into your mind. The problem here, guys, 
So much energy is coming into a person's mind. They don't know how to control it. They don't know how to guide it. Meaning all this information you're exposed to on a daily basis by scrolling through social media, you don't know how to control it. So it's controlling you. Every single moment you're being suggested a new idea by somebody. And a lot of it is negative. None of it is actually making you feel good. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. It is the agency of communication between the part of the mind where conscious takes place and that which serves at the seat of action for the subconscious mind. Basically, guys, it's simple. Auto-suggestion is what really connects your conscious mind to your subconscious mind. Now, you guys have been following me for quite some time. I don't usually say auto-suggestion. I usually, I usually say emotional repetition. That's just me. But we're reading from the actual book. This is chapter four, by the way, Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. The title of the chapter is called Auto-Suggestion. The subtitle is The Medium for Influencing the Subconscious Mind. Now, here, here's where we talk about the very first point. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in, this, in the conscious mind, whether these thoughts be negative or positive, is immaterial. The principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily will reach the subconscious mind and influence it with these thoughts. Let me say this again. Through the dominating thoughts, just stop right there. What are your dominating thoughts? What do you continue to think about? Now, again, you're only thinking about one of two things. One, you're either thinking about what you do want, or two, you're thinking about what you don't want. You got to be honest with yourself. How often are you thinking about what you don't want? Now, get this. You don't say verbatim, I don't want this. You'll say it in the form of these words. Oh, I can't do that. We can't do that. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, here we go again. Oh, why does this have to happen? You're talking about what you don't want. Oh, I keep struggling with this. I can never do right. Life's never changing. I this keep I hate my boss. He never changed. You keep describing what you don't want. Oh, I don't have the money. You keep describing what you don't want. Are you guys getting it? Every time you go to the negative, you're describing what you don't want. And that's why it keeps happening. Because that's your dominating thoughts. That's what continues to be impressed upon your subconscious mind. This is why, if you're a client of mine, you already know, I don't want to hear what you're struggling with. You need to flip that around. I'm struggling. Nope. I'm getting better. I'm learning how. That's how you want to flip it around. Let me continue. Through the dominating thoughts, which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, one permits. It's a choice. You're choosing to do this. Over and over and over again, especially for the individuals that already know. So this is when I was going over. Uh, I believe I was doing it in a show. I may have been speaking with my clients about this. Is that the people who are unconscious and competent, they don't even know that they don't know that they're doing the wrong thing. They're thinking negatively. They don't know that. They're 100% reaction mode. However, there are people who are conscious and competent. They know that they're thinking negatively. They know they should be doing better. They know they need to make a decision. They know they need to pick up the book and really study. They know they should get a mentor. They know they should take care of their health, but they don't do it. And they know they're not doing it. So that's a choice at that point. 
They're choosing to do that. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, in parentheses he writes, whether these thoughts be negative or positive, it is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. This is why I talked about it last week. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. It doesn't care. It will not discriminate. It will just accept whatever you turn over to it. So you need to be very intelligent with what you're dominantly thinking about. This is why I was speaking about it last week. And some people got triggered over this, where I was talking about how Hollywood has programmed, especially in America, we're programmed to believe in the things that we believe. We're programmed to see things the way that we see them. Not because we decided to believe that, not because we decided to see things that way. No, Hollywood has has done that to us for many years. Then tack on the news. Then tack on your own culture. Every one of you guys are a part of a culture. Your culture has programmed you to believe in certain things and see things in a certain way. And this is all programming. And the dominating thoughts of individuals within different cultures is not dominating thoughts that technically they decided to think. It's what's been passed down. It's just natural. This is what my mom was always talking about. This is what I always see on the TV. This is what they always talk about on the talk shows. This is what I see on in movies. This is what I hear in music. So it's got to be true. But what people don't understand is the talk shows, the news, music, and movies only have one objective in mind, and that is to make money, ladies and gentlemen. And the first step to making money is you got to get people's attention. You can't get people's attention. They're not going to listen and they're not going to watch. So what's the best way to get people's attention? Well, to talk about things that people get triggered over. That's the best way. And instead of actually getting down to the real truth of the matter, they rather just get you triggered, get you in there to watch, and then they just start speaking opinions, not even facts. This is what we were talking about last week. This is not the conversation that most people are having, but they should be having. Now, obviously, they're not going to tell you this because then that means they'll lose money. Hollywood is not going to say, come out and say, hey, guys, you know that movie that we just put out that absolutely makes you think life is a certain way? Well, come. To, I just want, want you guys to know that everything in that movie is actually false. They're not going to say that. They want you to go watch the movie. They want you to go spend your money. Why would they come out and say, hey, this movie is a fabrication of the truth? It's not even close to the truth. They won't say that. Why would the news tell you the truth? They don't got time for that. They just want to get the story out. So, guys, your dominating thoughts are also influenced by all this information coming into your mind, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch on a daily basis. What are you exposing yourself to is the real question. It doesn't take a genius for to, to figure this out. If you're hanging around a negative group who also likes to commit crimes, sooner or later you will commit a crime. It doesn't matter how morally driven you are. If you continue to hang around people who break the law, you will end up breaking the law. It's the repetition of being exposed to different ideas. 
You become a product of your environment. You got to take control. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, whether these thoughts be negative or positive, is immaterial. The principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. Now let's go one step further here. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind. Excuse me. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. What does that mean? All these thoughts that you're thinking, the only ones that are actually reaching your subconscious mind are the ones that are continuing to happen with repetition. And also, they happen quickly when they're mixed with emotion. Which is why I say it's emotional repetition of an idea. No thought, whether it be positive or negative, can enter the subconscious mind without emotional repetition. The repetition of you thinking about that idea and mixing it with emotion. That's what that's the that's the idea that enters your subconscious mind. This is why I'm saying, guys, it's not a genius. This is not a, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. If you go to the movie theater and you watch a horror movie and you're still scared when you leave the theater, that's because they planted a fear in your subconscious mind. That's why. Now, the good thing here is you only saw the movie once, so the idea doesn't stick. Usually it'll fade after a couple of days. But that's the power of what when you watch a movie, they know what they're doing. They know how to access the subconscious mind. They get you very emotional. We have to understand these things. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind uh, without emotional repetition. Stated differently, all sense impress impressions which are perceived through the five senses are stopped by the conscious thinking mind and may be either passed on to the subconscious mind or rejected at will. Now, what Napoleon Hill is saying here is that all this information you're consuming on a daily basis, you have a choice to reject it. You have a choice to accept it or you have the choice to originate new ideas. And then pass those over to your subconscious mind. Now, what does this really have to do with what you got going on? It's got everything to do with it. Because if you're that person right now where you have a career, you have a nine to five. And when you start your morning off with negative thoughts, what attitude do you have when you enter the office? What attitude do you end up having towards your job, towards the people you work with? It usually will not be good. It's because that has been your dominating thought when you started the day. This has everything to do with what you're doing. If you're sitting there starting your day off thinking negatively about what has happened in your life, you're allowing the past to control your thinking. You're, you're not going to have a great day. Because when you're thinking about the past, you're getting so emotional about it. Your subconscious mind immediately accepts it. Your behavior will start to follow that and the results will stay the same. This has everything to do with what you have going on. What are your dominating thoughts about your business? What are your dominating thoughts about your family, about your relationships, about your finances, about your life? 
How are you describing your life? What words are you using? How do you speak about what's happening in your life? Are you speaking of what you want or are you speaking of what you don't want? That will be why you're getting the results that you're getting. It's the dominating thoughts that are mixed with emotion that will reach the subconscious mind. And not only do you have to take into consideration what you're telling yourself in your mind, you also need to take into consideration of what you're allowing to come into your mind through social media, the news, movies, your culture, your family, your friends. All of this information is rushing into your mind. What are you choosing to do about it? Are you accepting every little opinion that you hear or are you rejecting it? These are questions you want to ask yourself because this contributes to these symptoms that you may be having, such as, Devori, I'm just filled with anxiety. I just feel stuck. I end up starting and stopping. I just can't change a habit. I seem to just keep getting stuck by my limiting beliefs. I'm not stepping out and doing what I really want. I keep allowing others to control me. I put everybody before myself. Guys, it's a result of the inner dialogue you have with yourself. It's the story that you're telling yourself. It's your dominating thoughts. Every time I start this show, I'm giving you guys one of the biggest gifts that anyone could give you, the gift of gratitude. You start using gratitude to become your dominating thought, you'll see a change. Actually, you'll feel a change, and then you'll see the change. Because you'll feel different when you're absolutely using gratitude every day. You will. And you will actually see different things happen. But are you actually doing that? And are you committed to doing that? I think that's the better question. Let me get to one more um, thing about auto-suggestion here. Now, Napoleon Hill in this book, in actually the chapter in Desire, lays out six steps for someone to write out what they want in the present tense. And so throughout the book, he referenced that uh, assignment that he gave the reader that, hey, I've given you the six steps, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's saying that, Remember, therefore, when reading out loud the statement of your desire, that the mere reading of the words is of no consequence unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words. This is why people say affirmations don't work. No, affirmations don't work for you because you don't know what you're doing. That's why they do work. They're working all the time. In fact, because you say that, it's working. You're affirming that they don't work, so they don't work. So it's the words that we're using that we're mixing with emotion. That's everything. I mean, that 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 is, that's the meat and potatoes right there. Remember, when reading out loud your statement of desire, writing out your gratitude list, reading your goal every day, writing down what you want to happen in your life, that the mere reading of these words is of no consequence unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words. One of the famous affirmations that people were repeating during that time 
uh, back in the 1930s, was named day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. That was one of the top affirmations that was floating around. But so he quotes it here and then he says, without mixing emotion and faith with your words, you will experience no desirable results. You see, why do you guys hear me talk so much about purpose? Because your purpose in life is something you're naturally obsessed about. It's something you love to do. Now, I found through coaching so many people, you absolutely have a purpose. But more than likely, you either feel too guilty to say it out loud, or two, you don't think it's your purpose. Like, that's how removed you are. You don't even think that it's your purpose and that it actually matters. And, and thirdly, then there are people who are like, well, I don't see how I could ever make money from that. But your purpose is all about what you love to do. That is one of the strongest emotions there are. So when you start mixing your decisions with what you love to do, you'll do them. Because emotion is involved. I firmly believe that step number one is someone needs to, you have to have a purpose. You've got to develop some strong reason on why you're going after what you're going after in life. It just can't be for fun. It just can't be, oh, well, you know, it sounds good for me to improve my life. It can't be that. It's got to be, you know what, um, I, I I have to do this. I, I love, et cetera. This is why I'm here. This is my purpose, period. So... Without mixing emotion and faith with your words, you will experience no desirable results. Your subconscious mind recognizes and acts upon only thoughts which have been well mixed with emotion or feeling. This is why I tell you guys about my experience in the military. How can they take people from all corners of the earth and within 60 days, we all talk the same, we all walk the same, we dress the same, we look the same, we believe in the same things. How does that happen? The military is way ahead of ahead of us on this. They're actively doing this professionally. They program people like that. Why? Because everything they do is mixed with emotion. As soon as you pull up on that bus, they're on that bus screaming down your neck. That's emotional. They're in your face. They're in your ear. They've got you doing push-ups, jumping jacks, running all over the place. You are freaking pissed off. You are emotionally stressed out. And everything they're saying is going right into your subconscious mind. And then they followed up by making you start to scream out loud what they want you to say. And everything that people are saying in the military is in present tense. It's not past tense. It's not future tense. It's It's present tense. That's why it happens so quickly for people. I've seen people who were skinny, short, fat, no confidence, arrogant, religious, quiet, extrovert, all end up being the same at the end. All from programming, guys. The military does this. These large corporations also, or these large organizations or industries like movies and music, And politicians, they know this very well. That's why they choose the words that they choose. We have to really start understanding what's happening to us. 
and we've got to take control. Because if not, you won't be influenced. You will not be influencing your subconscious mind. They will be influencing your subconscious mind. And think about it. How many times have you crossed or walked past or came into contact with the military veteran and you know they were in the military? That's how programmed they are. Some of them are so programmed, they'll look like a military soldier for the rest of their life. And that's not a negative thing. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Now, a lot of people, they wouldn't even know I was in the military because that's how much I've reprogrammed myself. Now, if you saw me five years ago, you would have known I was in the military. By the way I dress, by the way I talk, my facial expressions changed, my how I use my hands, all that. You, you would have been like, oh, yeah, this guy must be in the military or law enforcement or something. He's freaking serious. Today, most people don't even know I was in the military unless I say it. I was able to change a lot of things that the military planted in me over time. Took some time, obviously. So, if it happened to me, it can happen to you. This is a fact of such importance as to warrant repetition in practically every chapter of this book. Because the lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply the principle of auto-suggestion get no desirable results. Because they pick up the book one time and read it. That's not enough. If you want to know why you never got anything out of the book, Think and Grow Rich, it's because you did not listen to what he told you to do. Let me read it to you. This is a fact of such importance as to warrant repetition in practically every chapter because the lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply the principle of auto-suggestion get no desirable results. Not only are you not reading the book with repetition, but you never really got emotional about what you were reading in the book with repetition. That's why he says people read this book and they never get any they don't get any results. My question for you, if you're that person that's been reading this book, have you been reading this book with repetition and becoming very emotional about it? That's exactly what his instructions are. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words, which have been well emotionalized with belief. Now, I've read this uh, paragraph to you guys quite often. Because I'm driving the point home for you that if you plan on influencing your subconscious mind, you just cannot go through the motions and just say things and just make up affirmations. And no, you've got to be very intentional with this. You've got to really want to feel the emotion of it. You really have to. Do not become discouraged if you cannot control and direct your emotions the first time you try to do so. Remember, there is no such possibility as something for nothing. Uh, your ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price. And you must pay that price. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind. You're going to want to listen to this. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence. In applying the principles described here. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind 
is everlasting persistence in applying the principles described here. Question again, have you been applying what you've been reading with everlasting persistence from this book? That's the crazy part about it, guys. You'll hear so many people say it doesn't work. What they're really saying is that they didn't put in the work. That's what they're really saying. A lot of us today are thinking we can have something for nothing. No, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to give to get. You got to give your time, your energy, your focus, your belief in order to receive the thing that you want. You cannot cheat, even if you desire to do so. The price of your ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying the principles described here. You cannot develop the desired ability. For a lower price, you can't find a discount on this. There's no coupon code. There's no cheat code here. Nothing like that. You and you alone must decide whether or not the reward for which you are striving for is worth the price you must pay for it in effort. It goes back to purpose. Do you have a strong purpose, a strong desire? Do you really want this? Now, the great part about it is if you have a mentor, you have somebody there helping you work through this in your mind. Do I really want that or do I want something else? Am I too scared to say what I want? You know, you've got to be able to work through these things and actually talk with someone who understands what you're going through to get it out of you. I mean, that's how deep it is for some people. That's why they don't follow through because they really are not sold on what they truly want in life. They're too guilty to say it. They're too guilty to just accept it. But that's the price. You got to have a burning desire. Wisdom and cleverness alone will not attract and retain what you want. Um, the method of attracting what you want described here does not depend on um, the law of averages just by chance. No, moreover, the method plays no favorites. It will work for one person as effectively as it will for another. Where failure is experienced, it is the individual, not the method, which has failed. If you try and fail and make another effort and still another until you succeed, um, that's the way it's going to work. So he ends up saying this, your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. I think that's the, the nail in the coffin there. Your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. Guys, the bottom line here is you have to become obsessed. You really do. You will not be able to exercise repetition if you're not obsessed. That's what he's saying. You will not read this book with repetition if you're not obsessed. 
I would not be doing these shows Monday through Friday, record them, upload them, edit them, upload the clips if I was not obsessed. People don't do that for fun, ladies and gentlemen. That's the part that I don't really like doing. However, because I'm so obsessed, I do it anyway. We have to understand the concept and the benefit of being obsessed about what you want. It will cause you to do the things that people don't want to do. If you're not doing what you want to do with repetition, you're not obsessed. That's the bottom line. You need to feed your desire. We talked about that last week, by the way. You need to feed your desire. You need to feed that obsession, the food it needs to thrive and grow. But every time you start saying words like, I can't do this, can't do that, I don't have the money. Here, here we go. Here, why don't we do this really quick? Because I was reading this this morning, actually. Because this is, this is really good. This is really good. Are you... Are you old man if? Are you old man if? You want to know who old man if is? Old man if is the guy who says this. If I didn't have a wife and family, then maybe I would be able. If I hadn't had enough money, if I had a good education, if I could only get a job, if I only had good health, if I only had more time, if times were better, if the economy was better, if I could live my life over again, if I just didn't care what others thought about me, if I were only younger, you know, if I can only do what I want, if I can only meet the right people, if luck could be on my side, if I could just get started, if it's a bunch of ifs. And that's exactly what old man if gets more ifs. So you got to knock off the ifs. You got to knock off the I can'ts. You got to knock off the, this whole I'll wait until this happens and then I'll do it. You're failing to make decisions. That's what's happening. You're procrastinating and you need to stop it if you plan on getting what you want in your life. That's it. That's the bottom line. And the only way that you're going to be able to stop it is you got to become obsessed with something. You got to really desire something. If you don't desire something and it's not strong enough, it's not going to happen. Now, there are two more points I'm going to make, and then we're going to get into your questions answered where you guys can call into the show and I'll answer your questions. He says, here is a most significant fact. The subconscious mind takes any orders given in it in a spirit of absolute faith and acts upon those orders, although the orders often have to be presented over and over again through repetition before they are interpreted by the subconscious mind. Did you just hear what I read here? Here is a most significant fact. So you want to listen. The subconscious mind takes any orders given in it in a spirit of absolute faith. How do you develop absolute faith? Understanding. How do you develop understanding? Studying the book with repetition. That's how you develop understanding. How do you start to study? You got to get the right information. You got to get the book in the first place. The subconscious mind takes any orders given in it in a spirit of absolute faith and acts upon those orders 
although the orders often have to be presented over and over again through repetition before they are interpreted by the subconscious mind. This is why when I was in the military, they would repeat themselves a thousand times. And if someone messed up, oh, let's do it again. Because when you're in the military, you're in a platoon, you're in a squad. Then they start giving us orders. They start teaching us all of the military movements and how you stand at attention and how you salute and how you stand at parade rest and all this other stuff and how you march around. They do that. And you know what they do? As soon as you, oh, let's start over again. Let's go through it again. And over and over and over again, because people need time to interpret the information that's coming into their mind. That's where you need to have understanding. Just because you do the affirmations one time or you read the book one time, that's not enough. It's repetition is where the key, that's the goal. The goal is really to get to fall in love and become obsessed with repetition. And the military is dead on with that. Oh, messed up. All right, let's do it again. And then if you messed up, they make us all do push-ups. Then we're really emotional. Now we're really listening. Because we don't want to do push-ups again. I'm telling you, if the military took the same concepts, but for, you know, to empower people, uh, they'd be dangerous. But I digress. My point here, guys, is that if you want to know why you're not developing better habits, if you don't believe in things differently, if you're still allowing your results to control you, and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's repetition. You're not respecting auto-suggestion auto here. You're not respecting that. Furthermore, you're not respecting the power of your subconscious mind. It's disrespectful just to think, oh, here's an idea, and you're not even emotional about it. Your subconscious mind is like, I'm not accepting that. We need to treat our subconscious mind with respect. How do we do that? Well, we have to present the idea over and over again with emotion. Now, following that preceding statement, consider the possibility of playing a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind by making it believe, because you believe it, that you must have what you want uh, by visualizing what you want, that it's already yours, and the subconscious mind must hand over to you practical plans for acquiring what you want. Now, he's using the words money. I'm just saying the words what you want. What he's saying is, is that if you start to think about what it is that you want with repetition and you mix that with emotion, your subconscious mind will start producing the ideas that will help you realize it. That's the I, it's so simple to me, I think, because I've been reading this for so long now. And I been I was studying under Bob Proctor and I've been coaching people. So for me, I've been in this for I've been real knee deep into this for quite some time. So for me, it's very simple. I understand that. But I, I'm not too sure most people like 99% of people, I don't think they understand that. I think they don't understand that their subconscious mind has the ability to hand over them the plans, the ideas, the intuitive thoughts that lead them to where they want to go. I, I just don't think people understand that. They don't understand that when they ask a question, generally they already know the answer. Because your subconscious mind has been consuming information since you've been on this earth. The answer somewhere in your mind already. You're, you're consuming information that you're not even consciously aware of.
So when you go to ask a question and you're relaxed, you'll always get the answer. I don't think most people trust that or believe that, but it's the truth. Just try it for yourself. If you truly are relaxed and you get a clear image of what you want and you're asking the question, how can I make that happen? The ideas will flow to you. They will. They'll flow right through you. Now, it says that the subconscious mind must hand over to you practical plans for acquiring what it is that you want. Um, now, here's the second point I was going to make, and then we'll, we'll get to your questions. Do not. Now, here's the this is very important. This is where the power of decision comes into play. Do not wait for a definite plan through which you attend to exchange services in return for what you want. But begin at once to see your, yourself in possession of what you want, demanding and expecting that your subconscious mind will hand over the plan or plans you need. Be on the alert for these plans, and when they appear, put them into action immediately. When the plans appear, they will probably flash into your mind through the sixth sense in the form of an inspiration. Now get this, guys. You guys are a product of that right now. You're here because I followed those exact instructions. First, what I did was I said, okay, I had a plan, didn't work out at the beginning of the year. And I was like, you know what? What else can I do to make this goal happen in my coaching business? What else can I do? Boom, a thought came onto my mind. Hey, why don't you reach out to Todd, which is another consultant. He's a coach. He does what I do as well. I, and he said, why don't you reach out to him? Because he's really successful at TikTok. Why don't you just go ask him? Okay. I executed that idea immediately. I reached out to him and I said, hey, Todd, what's the most effective thing that I could be doing to be successful on TikTok? And he says, Devore, here are all the steps you need to be taking. And then, very important key here, I did exactly what he told me to do. Exactly to the letter. And then what happened? I started making all these videos. I started pumping out seven to 10 TikTok videos a day. With, with By the way, never felt like I was struggling. This was, this was, it felt easy because I was obsessed. I was committed. So I was pumping out these videos left and right. Left and right. Then another idea came and said, hey man, why don't you really start dialing in your message on what you truly want to talk about? Then my wife was like, yeah, why don't you just start talking about purpose first? Because when I coach people, step one is purpose. So then I just started talking about purpose. And then what happened? My TikTok immediately blew up. I'm talking about I went from 10,000 followers to 100,000 within a matter of weeks. All from changing my message. All from executing ideas that came to me immediately. Now, when she said that, I didn't say, oh, well, you know, I don't know, babe. You know, you, I don't think you know what you're talking about. You know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't do that. I said, you know what? If you're telling me that, it must be the universe telling me what I need to do. Let me execute. And then from there, I started getting other ideas and other ideas. And one thing led to another. And now we're here today. I didn't know I was going to do all this in the way that I'm doing it right now. The path unfolded because I stayed clear on the outcomes that I want. Then the idea comes, then you're supposed to execute. But why do people not execute when they get the idea? Because they're programmed not to. They've got limiting beliefs. They've got bad habits. They have a bad perception. They don't see why it's possible, and they immediately reject it. That's why they're closed-minded. 
well, how do you become open-minded? How do you prevent yourself from not doing that anymore? You got to get into this book and study. You got to get yourself a mentor. You got to change your fundamental way of thinking. And guys, this is what I was reading on Friday. Where Neville Goddard says it best. Chapter 3, Power of Assumption. He says, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. You see, last year, I used to think TikTok was stupid. I used to be like, man, that's dumb. Who, who, like, why? I'm not dancing. I'm not doing any of that. That was my fundamental thought when it came to TikTok. So I didn't do anything. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. Well, then I went and got new ideas. Hey, Todd, what can I do on TikTok? Hey, you know what, Devori? Why don't you take your own advice? You've been telling your clients, hey, if something doesn't work, why don't you go to an expert and ask for help? So I got more ideas. Todd gave me some very effective ideas. So I started to think from those ideas because all transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. You see, I've never had this issue. I've always wanted to be transformed. I, I don't think I'll ever have a commitment issue because I've already dedicated my life to what I'm doing. I'm all in on this. I'd rather die than give up on this. I'm in it for the long haul. Like that's how obsessed I am. And because I'm that obsessed, um, I've been able to renew my mind. And that's what the author says here. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. And that's what I'm saying, guys, is I had the desire and the obsession to get on TikTok and do whatever it takes. That's what people aren't telling you. Oh, well, you don't need to do that. You... Guys, people are just trying to tell you what you want to hear. They're not telling you what you need to hear. What you really need to hear is if you truly want something, you'll do whatever it takes. What you do will seem illogical to most people. Uploading 7 to 10 TikToks a day for almost 60 days straight is illogical for most people. People say, why would you ever do that? I know why I did it. I did it because I wanted to. Because I want to help people. If I want to help people, I got to get people's attention. How can I help people if nobody knows me? How are you going to help people if nobody knows you? Well, you know, what about what other people may think of me and all? You got to get that out of your mind. I could care less what others think of me. You really got to get yourself there with that. And that's because of the repetition of affirmations I was telling myself. I was telling myself, I, I still write it down today, guys, in my blueprint journal here. I write it down in this. I say that I'm so grateful now that I'm serving others at the highest level. How do I serve people at the highest level? I show up every day. I put out content every day. I give out everything that I know, I understand, and I have. I give it all away. I'm serving people at the highest level. That's what I was writing down. Success is not complicated, guys. You can absolutely get the things you want, but you got to follow these principles. 
It's already laid out here for us. And we don't need to wait for a definite plan through which we attend uh, to get what we want. But we got to begin at once to see ourselves in possession of what we want. Excuse me. Step number one is seeing yourself with what you want. You've got to see that in your mind. I saw 200,000 followers. I saw that. And guys, it's not about the followers, by the way. I just kept seeing numbers go up. That's what I was imagining. The numbers are going up. The numbers are going up. The numbers are going up. And they went up. And ideas kept coming to me. Hey, why don't you do this video? Why don't you do this video? Guys, I have two videos that are 2 million views. You know why? I didn't even come up with that idea. It came to me. I'm sitting there one day. I'm reading. Uh... On t- I'm on TikTok. I'm reading like comments and stuff. All of a sudden, I'm like, I need to talk about the subconscious mind. Then I go make a video about the subconscious mind. Boom. Immediately went viral. I didn't plan to make that video. That idea came to me. Why? Because I've been telling the universe what I want. I've been impressing that idea until my subconscious mind. It handed over me the idea. And I execute it. But what gets in the way of people doing this is because they're overthinking it. They're in their head. They're always, they're used to thinking why they can't do something. So they immediately reject these ideas. It's exactly what happens, people. If you keep handing over to your subconscious mind with emotional repetition, meaning you keep thinking about what you want and you get emotion involved in it, you will get the idea to execute on that. You will get an idea. The million dollar question is, will you execute that idea or will you talk yourself out of it? You guys will see this. We'll have people call in every now and then and I'll just ask some questions. Well, what do you feel you should be doing? Well, actually, I should be taking this step. See, they haven't taken it because they don't believe. They've been sitting on the steps already. Their subconscious mind has already handed over them the plans. They're just not executing. This is why you'll hear people say, you already know what you should do. Your subconscious mind has already told you. But because you don't believe and you lack understanding, which means you don't have faith, you won't execute because you don't believe. But you've got to believe. You've got to increase your level of understanding. You've got to study. Why should you study? Because study helps you see why it's possible for you. When you start to see why it's possible for you, you start to believe it's possible for you. That's why understanding is so important. That's why studying is so important. This is in every industry, every craft, every person who's looking to become an expert in their field, they study, they become a student of the material. Are you a student of the life that you want to live? Have you really done your research? Have you crunched the numbers? Have you been seeing all the ways that it can happen? Or are you doing the opposite? You're just looking at all the ways why it can't. Remember, doesn't matter what you do. Every time you keep doing that, you're handing it over to your subconscious mind. So be on alert for these plans. And when they appear, put them into action immediately. When the plans appear, they will probably flash into your mind through the sixth sense in the form of an inspiration. 
This inspiration may be considered a direct telegram or message from infinite intelligence. God, spirit, call it whatever you want. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. Failure to do this will be fatal to your success. Procrastination. When you procrastinate on that idea, you're killing your success. Absolutely. See, what is the secret to think and grow rich? It's in the title, guys. Think and grow rich. If you write down what it is you want on a gold card and you look at it and you think about it and you see yourself having it and you get emotional about it by saying man how does that feel to be there already and you keep doing that with repetition every day there's no question you're not you're not going to get the of course you're going to get the ideas you're going to be an idea machine but again can you make quick decisions? That's why Napoleon Hill wrote a book with 13 principles. They all need each other. You may be getting the ideas, but can you act on those ideas? That's where decision comes into play. Not only when you act on those ideas and then some of them may not work out in the way that you thought, do you still have persistence to go back again and look at your, at your goal? And keep seeing what you want. Do you have the persistence? Are you persistent with that? You see? Are you continuing to massage your imagination? Are you continuing to keep feeding that desire? Are you still putting in the work to study to see why it's possible? <clears throat> That's what these 13 principles are all about. Repetition, guys. Repetition is what you need. If you want to influence your subconscious mind and it's repetition mixed with emotion. All right. Uh, let's see here. Questions, questions. You guys can call in the show. You'll have to go over to YouTube, of course, and click on that link in the chat box. Let's see. Let's make sure it's actually in there, huh? Because it's not. All right. Let me put that link in there. I thought it was in there, guys. Thank you for your patience. All right. So if you guys want to call into the show, that link is now in the chat box. I thought it was there, but now it is. Okay. All right. So. What are your questions? We got some on YouTube. We'll address those first and then we'll get over to TikTok. Thanks for doing this. Your positive efforts are impacting a lot of lives. How do you maintain same energy levels in every live session? How do I maintain um, this same level of confidence and um, and energy throughout this podcast, throughout these shows every day. I'm obsessed. Someone will have to kill me to stop me. That's how obsessed I am about this. I think about this all day long. This is all I ever think about. I just want to help you succeed in your life. That's what I really care about. 
That makes me very emotional when I say it. I want to help you get what you want in your life because you deserve it. That's why we're here to experience the great part of life. There is an abundance and it's your birthright. If I can come from my childhood and get over all of that and be where I am today, guys, you can do it. I'm not saying your situation is worse than mine. My situation was worse. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is people can change. You can get what you want. You can. But you're going to have to pay a price for that. Let me follow that up with that. That price is in the principles that we talk about through this show. I'm not feeding you these fantasies of like, yeah, you'll get all this money tomorrow. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, you can get the money, but you got to follow certain principles. You just have to. It may take a while. I don't know how long it will take. I'll never tell you how long something's going to take. Anyone doing that, they're, they're not being honest with you. Because everybody is coming from a different place. Everybody has a different belief system. All I'm saying here, guys, is that I truly, genuinely care about helping you succeed in your life. That's why I wake up in the morning and I do everything I do. That's all I care about. Of course, I love my wife. I mean, I obviously, and I love myself and I love life, but I really love doing this. I really love doing this. So I show up here every morning. I don't have a motivational problem. I don't have a discipline problem. I don't have a problem with doing this because I'm in love with what I'm doing. I'm obsessed about it. And I made an irrevocable decision. Because I just accepted the fact that every person I ever looked up in life, any person that ever accomplished anything of great consequence or made an advancement or invented something crazy, they did the same thing I've decided to do. They dedicated their life to an idea to a goal, to a vision. And they went all in on it. They didn't half-ass it. They went all in on it. And I would rather be the guy that may have rubbed some people the wrong way, may piss some people off in the process than then be a guy that tried to please everybody and never go after what he wanted. Screw that. Because you never know. That's the other thing that keeps me going. I don't know when my last day will be here. You don't know when your last day will be here. So I'd rather know if it was my last day that I absolutely did what I wanted to do, that I was serving people, that I helped someone out there change their life. That's why the numbers really don't matter to me. But the numbers are going up. I mean, we've got so many people now listening to the podcast. We got more followers. We've got more listeners. We've got more people watching the live show, and I'm very grateful for that, by the way. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want to really help someone actually change, not gather more information, but actually change. So, yeah, this is why I don't have an energy problem when doing this. My objective, my, 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 uh, my intention for you is that through what I do, that you end up doing it for yourself that you find that thing that you're obsessed about and it takes over in your life. And all the decisions you make and the way you live your life, that's at the core. Because at that point, you are one successful person. How many people can wake up in the morning and say, I'm doing exactly what I want to do? 
Not many people. But you can be that person. But you got to start with purpose. You got to start with the purpose in your life. This is what I, this is exactly what I teach. This is step number one is what is your purpose in life? Now, I didn't mention it throughout this show because I didn't find it relevant at the time, but I guess now it is, is that if you're a person who does not know what their purpose is, step number one is go to my profile and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a one-page cheat sheet. It comes with a free training video. I think the video is less than 10 minutes, and it walks you through the cheat sheet to help you discover your purpose. Now, let's say you do that, and you still are a little fuzzy. You're still not clear. Or maybe you are clearing your purpose. The next step from that is you should get the Purpose Blueprint ebook, and I actually bundled it with a course why? And guys, this is not just another ebook, by the way. I'm not, this is not just more information, okay? This ebook helps you get crystal clear on not only your purpose, but how are you going to start living your purpose in life so you can get what you want? Because there's one thing to know your purpose, but what do you do about it after you know? Like, what's the plan? What steps should you be taking? How do you need to start thinking? What goals do you need to set for yourself? That's what the purpose blueprint is all about. So if that's where you're if that's where you are in the process, then if I were you, again, I would get the Purpose Blueprint ebook and it comes with a course. So not only are you getting a book, but you're getting videos that come with it that tells you exactly how to do everything. And lastly, if you're the person that says, Devori, I already got it. I got the book or I don't want the book. I just need someone to hold me accountable and mentor me and hold my hand through this process. You should just book a, a call. And we'll see if I can actually help you. Because I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, let's see here. I've been using my subconscious mind and getting getting so many ideas over the weekend. I don't know if you remember I said I was down on myself and didn't believe in me. No, I remember you from uh, last week. I do appreciate you coming back and listening. I rewrote my story and now I feel so confident. I feel like I am already succeeding and I'm so motivated. I've been working all week and I'm so obsessed with my work. There's nothing but success for me. So thank you. You're absolutely welcome. And thank you for listening. I love hearing your guys' uh, feedback and your success stories. So keep them coming. <laughs> I love seeing that. All right. Oh, and by the way, if you're on YouTube... The cheat sheet and the ebook and the course that's in the description. If you don't see it, just refresh it. You'll see it in the description. All right. Okay. What about my people on TikTok? What do they have to say? What do they have to say? Remember, you guys can call into the show. The link is in the uh, chat box on YouTube. All right. So, in case you didn't hear it the first time, you can call into the show and ask me questions directly. All right, let me pull up the uh, comments from TikTok. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of questions today. Love it. Yeah, Guys, I really don't like reading comments while I'm doing the main topic discussion because it just disrupts. Um, 
what I'm doing. Um, so if you do ask a question, usually my moderators will help you out. Um, if your question doesn't get answered, I appreciate your patience. Okay. But I'm always going to go back and address the questions. Um, the exact pages in Think and Go Rich that I was reading. Um, first, it's in chapter four, auto suggestion. And that would be page 106, 107, 108, 109, and 110. So 106 through 110 is what I was reading. Think and Go Rich, Napoleon Hill, chapter four, auto suggestion, the medium to influencing your subconscious mind. That's what I was reading today. It may be different page numbers because if you have a different version than I do, be aware of that. All right, here we go. All right, let's see. I really need to change my life. I'm 34 and crazy dead, only great at a few things. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, you don't need to do anything. You want to change your life. See, you don't want to come at, you don't want to approach what we're talking about here with desperation. You don't want to do that. All right. Number two, it doesn't matter if you're in crazy debt. That doesn't have nothing to do with anything. It really doesn't, honestly. Like you could, you could go bankrupt and it still doesn't really matter in the end. Because if you start to focus on what you want and you get emotion involved in it and you do execute the ideas that are handed over to you, you will get what you want. This is why people go bankrupt and become rich again. Some people have done it multiple times. So let's not make your debt a big issue. Don't make it bigger than what it needs to be. My message to you is you make it what it is. You can make what happened in your past bad or you can make it good, but that's a choice you get to make. What are you permitting to dominate your mind with? What ideas? The idea that you're struggling, you're in debt, nothing's ever going your way, or you focusing on what you want. I'm ready to change, so tired. Then make a decision. Make a decision. Decision requires time, money, and energy. Are you prepared to spend your time? Are you prepared to invest your money? And are you prepared, are you prepared to use your energy? That's what you got to ask yourself. You got to make a, a, a decision. Because to say that you're tired is one thing, but to do something about it is another. And that's what happened to me. I was in the military. I started getting into that mindset of, man, I don't want to do this no more. Start complaining. I, I started not looking forward to showing up, you know, and I had to call myself out and said, all right, man, well, what are you going to do about this? Are you going to get out or not? So I had to make a decision. I had to make a move. I ended up getting out of the military. So whatever, wherever you are right now, um, 
and whoever else has that same emotion of like, I'm tired, I'm fed up, I'm ready for change. That's great. But my only question to you is what are you going to do now? Now that you've said that out loud, what are you going to do? What one action are you going to take today that is different than yesterday? All right, this is I'm I'm asking you that question. I'm challenging you on this question because this is about creating change. You can sit there and say why well, you're tired and why you're fed up and what you don't like, but I want to see you start doing what you want. I want you to make a decision based on what you want. Don't procrastinate on this. Whatever it is, whatever action you can take that is different, that will help you move towards what you want, make a decision. Because I want to see things work out for you, and they won't if you don't make a decision. I can relate so much to what you're telling us, even though I haven't come as far. Let's see. Everything is a lifetime study. You guys got to accept the fact that you'll be studying for the rest of your life, just like you learn for the rest of your life. You increase your level of understanding for the rest of your life. You continue to get better for the rest of your life. That There's no limit. Let's see. What book are you re referencing? Okay, they answered that question already. Yep, chapter four. Remove can't from your vocabulary. That's right. What about, uh, here's a good question. I think what you're trying to ask is, what do I have to say about people who say, do your repetitions and let it go? Yeah, what they're saying when they say, let it go, it doesn't mean to forget what you're focusing on. What it means is to stop focusing as if it hasn't happened. Like once you sit there and you spend a couple of minutes focusing on what you want, writing down your gratitude list, imagining yourself accomplishing your goal, after that, focus on doing what you're supposed to be doing. Go take action. If there's an idea that comes to you, execute. You can't take that action and do all that when you're still stuck trying to figure out like, okay, how is this going to happen? Is it going to happen? No. Like once you've got it in your mind and you're obsessed, um, let it go means, hey, be faithful and expect that you will get an idea that will come to you and it's your job to be on the lookout for that idea and execute. And while you're on the lookout for that idea, you should be taking action. I think the problem with people and why that, that is brought up is because what people will do is they'll, they'll think about what they want, but what they're doing is they're thinking that they don't have it. You hear what I'm saying. So they're thinking, all right, I want $10,000. But every time they go to think about it, they're thinking from a place of not having it. Oh, I don't have the $10,000 yet. 
I don't have the $10,000 yet, but I really want it, but I don't have it. What you want to do is just think about that you already have it and then go do what you're supposed to be doing. You only want to think of what you do want. You don't want to be thinking of what you don't want, but people do that without even knowing. They're like, yeah, I'm thinking about what I want. Yeah, but you're thinking about what you want from a place of not having it, though. You're thinking of what you want, not from what you want, meaning you're thinking you don't have it and you're looking towards it in your mind versus the person who already thinks that they have it. They're thinking from that place. How do you stop procrastinating, though? It's decision making. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. You got to make decisions in order to make a decision. You have to understand what a prerequisite to making a decision is. You got to know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, this is why I recommend you got to start with your purpose. What is the thing you love to do? What do you want to dedicate your life to? You start understanding what that is. You get a you start seeing that for yourself. Then you'll start getting clear on what you want. It's hard to make decisions when you don't know what you want. And if you can't make decisions, you'll be procrastinating all day. That's what Napoleon Hill says. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. Yep, think and grow rich, guys. Think and grow rich. All right, here we go. What happens if money is an issue and my time is constrained from focusing on my purpose? <laughs> didn't I read this guys didn't I read this let's go back to it in the very last chapter and think and go rich Napoleon Hill says the famous excuses by old man if he calls them alibis let me go full screen I call them excuses the famous excuses by old man if you're acting like old man if right now if I didn't have a wife and family if I had enough money, if I had a good education, if I can only get a better job, if I was sure of myself, if I hadn't lost all my money, if I only knew how, if I can only marry the right person, if I was, what is it? Uh, if people weren't so dumb, if the economy wasn't so bad. What does it matter if money is an issue and you barely have time? What are you going to do about it? Money continues to be an issue because this is the way that you describe your life. You have to make a decision today and moving forward that you're no longer going to say those words again. 
that you're going to say that my money situation is getting better, that I'm finding more time to focus on my purpose and write that out in a gratitude list. You have time to write out a gratitude list. You can do this as soon as you wake up in the morning. You can do this right before you fall asleep. You could do this right when you park your car before you go into the office. Whatever you're doing right now in your life, you have time. But you won't recognize the time you have if you keep saying you don't have the time. Because what you're doing is programming your perception to only see that you don't have time. That's why there's somebody in your exact same position right now with the time schedule that you have right now, with the job that you have right now, the money situation you have right now, and they're doing something opposite. They're doing a gratitude list. They're making things happen. So that whole statement just describes what you don't want. You want to start describing what you do want. What happens if money gets better and you get more time to focus on your purpose? Then what? Life will get better. So what's the action step here? Take out a, grad, a take out a notepad and a pen and write down, I'm so grateful now that money, my money is getting better. And I'm so grateful I'm finding time to focus on my purpose. If you write that down every day, it will happen. When you're in the process of transformation, how did you handle challenges and setbacks? Well, couple couple ways. I remember one thing, like when I first started out, um, I just got this idea to go host a seminar in San Francisco. It was when um, it was kind of right after I uh, met my wife. We were girlfriend and boyfriend at the time. Very early on in our relationship. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this seminar in San Francisco and uh, we will make a vacation out of it, too. Well, I go to do this seminar in San Francisco and nobody showed up. It was just me and her. So I did the seminar anyway, as if people were sitting there. I did it as if somebody was sitting there listening. I literally did the entire seminar. So that set the tone on how I would respond going further in this dream of mine, this life I now live, because I decided from the, from like, I think that was my, my point right there. That was really the deciding factor if I was going to take this seriously or not, because if I was going to allow that to knock me off what I was doing, I didn't deserve to be a coach anyway. So I used that as a stepping stone to truly start responding with faith and confidence that things are going to work out. Now, that was a learning lesson and an opportunity. First, the opportunity was for me to go through the actual steps to hosting a seminar. And then the lesson was, how do I market a seminar in a way that will get people to show up? I didn't know how to do that, but I just did it anyway. Instead of me using that as like, oh my God, that's a setback. Oh, what am I doing? Like I... I was like, you know what? This is a great opportunity. This is going to help me get better. 
Because I'm the one that gets to decide the story I'm going to tell myself or tell myself. So I told myself the story that this is actually helping me. This is teaching me great opportunity. Not only that, we had an amazing vacation in San Francisco. One of, one of our best memories of our relationship. It was an amazing time. Because that's the story I decided to tell myself from the beginning. And that's the story I still say today. And that's why I don't look at it from a negative point of view. And so it helps me instead of hinder me. So when you come across a challenge or a setback, it's your response that's everything. That's really like your response will always be in direct proportionate to your level of understanding. This is why we have to study every day to increase our level of understanding. If we don't understand and a challenge takes place, we'll go to doubt and worry. And that's negative thinking. So that's one of many setbacks that I had. I had the setback of being on Facebook. Facebook kept banning my account. They wouldn't let me advertise. They shut down my Facebook group. Like Facebook was just every anything that could happen or go wrong on Facebook pretty much happened to me. But I kept showing up anyway, kept trying, never quit. And now we're here today. What do you do when someone attacks you while talking? Yeah, what do you, a verbal attack? Okay, all of a sudden they take some things personal. All right. Well, one, one don't respond with the same level of energy. You want to be the calm person. You want to listen. Let them get it all out. And then ask them questions. This is communication 101. If someone's upset, you want to know how you calm them down, you have to be calm. That's one. Two, instead of you taking anything they said personally, you need to go into, uh, you need to become an investigator. You want to start finding out why are they saying these things? What's happening? That's where asking questions come into play. This is why I'm saying a person, uh, the average person wouldn't be able to do this because they don't have any self-control. They don't understand how to think. So they'll just let someone who who's doing that get them all riled up and it just blows up. What you want to do is start thinking, okay, what's going on in this person's mind? Why are they doing that? And I don't know who this person is. If this is your significant other, then it's definitely worth asking these questions. Now, if this is some coworker, um, you could still ask the same questions, but one of the questions I would ask is, I would just really start getting to the bottom of it. Like what's going on? Why are you thinking this way? Why are you, why are you like, help me understand what you really want. Help me understand why you feel this way. What's going on? What are you thinking about? And just shut up and listen. I don't have that much context with your situation, so I'm just kind of giving you a general answer. Um, 
last time I'll, I'll i'll tell you my own example so um this was about i said this about three months ago um i had a, i had an old client she's actually um i i could consider her a godmother i could do that um and she calls me up one day because we went on vacation and when we got back, our refrigerator was broken. For whatever reason, it just stopped working. So our house was already smelling pretty bad. So we needed a refrigerator like immediately. So I call over to my brother and I say, hey, um, because I know he has like three refrigerators in his garage. So I was like, hey, can I, can, can I get one of those re re refrigerators? Can I use one of them? Because um, we need one now. And uh, he's like, yeah, go ahead. You know, he's got no problem with it. And she lives in this home where those refrigerators are located, by the way. My brother doesn't live there. He just has this home. He owns it. He, he allows his mother to live there. Uh, anyways, so I, I go get the refrigerator immediately, get that all taken care of. We, we get the broken refrigerator out. We put the new one in. And then we come to find out that the new refrigerator that we brought in from my brother's house doesn't fit in the same position that the old one um, was at. Because for some reason in our kitchen, the way that they cut the gap out, it just is for smaller refrigerators. So I was like, oh, man. But we ended up holding on to the refrigerator anyway because the person who had helped us move it, moved it uh he, he ended up having to do something. He, he became too busy. So the next time he was going to be able to do it was like a week later. So he wasn't able to help us go back and get a different size fridge because in that garage, there are three different refrigerators. They're different sizes. Anyways, so I get a call the very next day. And the first words out of her mouth was, Devore, why would you take my refrigerator? I have my stuff in there. What's wrong with you? I can't believe you would do something like that. And you know what I said, guys? I said, um, hello, how are you doing? Would you like to start this conversation over again? Because I responded with confidence and calmness, she immediately calmed down. Now, five, 10 years ago, oh, I would have been like, who the you talking to? We would have went back and forth. I probably would have just hung up the phone. It would have been over with. And I would have been upset for the rest of the day. But as she was yelling and screaming over the phone, I was just sitting there just waiting to start over. Because I no longer allow others to get in control of me. Now, that doesn't mean I ever, I don't ever get upset because I do, just like anybody else. But that doesn't happen very often. So how do you respond? You got to respond with understanding. I understood in that moment that I was not going to allow her to get me upset over a freaking refrigerator. A refrigerator that she doesn't even own. It's not even hers. It was my brother's refrigerator. So anyways, I was like, hey, do you want to start this conversation over? <laughs> and we started it over and I said, hey, you know, why do you call people yelling like that? Why would you do something like that? You know that that's not good. 
yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> now, I understand something. I'm more of a patient person, okay? I, I've got more patience than anyone I know. So I do take that in consideration as I tell this story. But even if you had half the patience I have, um, you know, when you do run into situations like this, it'll be very helpful. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let go back to your comments. I see myself being a content creator, but I feel like something holding me back from doing it. Yeah, so definitely mindset stopping you. But the other thing is, what's your purpose behind this? Why do you want to be a content creator so much? Why, why now? Why is this so important? Why not just blow that off and never become one? Like, why do you have to become a content creator? You should answer that question. Why do I want to be a content creator? Why do I have to be a content creator? Why right now? What, what's the mission here? What's the purpose? And why is that so important to me? You got to start feeding that answer. Because your desire is weak. That's why you're not consistent with your content creation. When you're obsessed about something, you'll become very consistent. When you're not obsessed about something, your consistency and your desires are weak. You have to become obsessed about it. This is why you start with your purpose. Why? Why does this mean so much to you? Some people are like, well, I really want to help people, but why is that? Well, because you know what? From wh where I come from, people like me, we don't have this. We're, we're, we don't have anybody inspire us. Okay, why is that so important? Well, because you know what? I really want to help people just like me. I really feel that we deserve to be successful. Now you got yourself a strong reason. It can't just be, oh, I just want to help people. Everybody want, wants to help people. But why do you want to help people? Why does it mean so much to you? What's your story? That's what you want to tap into. Yep, it was one of our best vacations, too. All right, let's see here. Do, 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 do. All right, let me get one more question and then we'll have to cut short here. If you have job offers for more money and your goal right now is to earn more money, then just make a decision. Will it help you get to where you want to go? Will this job help you get to where you want to go? If the answer is yes, you need to execute now. If the answer is no, then don't do it.
Yeah, so Rashad, I believe, maybe that's how it's pronounced. Um, the only thing you should be focusing on in regards to your question about the content creation is why do you want to do it so much? What's your purpose behind this? If you just ponder that for the rest of the week, something will click inside of you and you'll go do it. Okay. I think we got to the questions. Uh, let me go full screen here. We're going to cut this down and get out of here. Um, but to recap everyone, we talked about how do you influence your subconscious mind. We read from the chapter uh, in uh, Think and Go Rich, written by Napoleon Hill, chapter four, auto-suggestion. This chapter is all about how do you influence the subconscious mind. It's through the principle of auto-suggestion. What is that? It's when you are suggesting an idea to your subconscious mind deliberately that is mixed with emotion. I simply say it's emotional repetition of an idea. You continue to think about what you want, not what you don't want, but what you want. You start mixing it with emotion. How does it feel to have that? And you keep doing that every day. You still need to step out and take action. But here's the thing. Through the repetition of you doing that, you will start to get ideas from your subconscious mind. You will start having answers show up when you ask a question. Your objective is to execute these ideas as soon as you get them. These ideas will feel like it's an inspired thought. These ideas um, at times are going to, on the surface, feel illogical. They don't make any sense at that time. In fact, that's the best thing you should be doing is following your intuition and executing these ideas. So that's what we talked about today. Um, it's one thing to say that you want something. It's one thing to read affirmations to yourself and write out your goal, but to mix it with emotion and repetition is where you're going to start seeing results. And then executing when the ideas show up, that's how you're going to find a lot of success. So again, thank you guys for showing up to today's show. Remember, this is recorded. You can go back and watch this on YouTube. Listen to this on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Uh, very grateful for each and every one of you guys. Thank you and take care, everyone. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.